Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' cold K-cup pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Get out your passports. You've crossed the border into Hard Nation. From the right, I'm Mike Hard. And from the left, I'm Paul Hard. And as always, we're here to get you through your AM commute with the hardest news around. Oh, it's so hard in here right now. Now, of course, I represent the conservative point of view. In my estimation, the only point of view for people with brains and hearts. Right, and I represent the exact opposite point of view and also believe the people who don't agree with me don't have a brain or a heart. Mm, well, we agree Real there. Real rock and a hard place situation here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Talking about a rock star politician. Today on the show, we have presidential candidate Donald Trump. A disaster. Oh, my God. He, he, I think that Donald Trump might be the best presidential candidate. One of the most befuddling forces in American politics today. What is that guy saying? And, and he's ours. He's, he's our politician. He's America's politician. He cares about people. We're saying two different things, but that's fine. Donald Trump will be here regardless. Well, Paul, how's your weekend? Did you... Uh, uh, spend some time with the kids? Uh, yes, as you know, I have two uh, twins. And uh, this Wait, week. So you, now, now, clarify this for the listener. You oh, when I say to... two twins, I mean I have two sets of you twins. You have two sets of twins. Yes, my wife and I had a natural set of twins, and we supplemented by adopting an Asian set of twins. Sure. Let um, China take over, even in your own well, household. Well, not take over, but to extend some courtesy to our uh, Asian neighbors and, and really to foster some understanding between the two communities. Now, this weekend, two of my children slept the whole weekend. I couldn't believe it. They, they slept, slept for 48 hours. Slept for 48 hours. Sounds and the like other they're two, sick. What? Sounds like they're sick. They're not sick. They're, those are my biological children. They're just naturally sleeping. Mm. They're not sick. And the other two uh, wandered into a strawberry patch that's very close to my house and stayed there the whole weekend. Now, I, look, I, I don't call me conservative, but I don't think your children should be playing with berries. berries Kids are, love berries. And they have studies. I've read studies on websites. I've read studies from emails that have been forwarded to me. Breitbart? Breitbart.com, mm -hmm. read it. If you touch berries, which is the sweetest of all fruits. They're very sweet, and my kids have a real sweet tooth, well, even that, though they don't have any teeth. That berry juice gets in your fingers, it's going to turn your kids gay. I'm sorry? It'll turn your children gay. You're saying that my kids who spent their entire weekend picking through a strawberry patch are going to turn gay because of that? That's they 100% of lifestyle choices. They, at some point, well, we're not going to get into this conversation point, again. It's not all, a choice. They know it's not biological. It's not a choice to eat strawberries, and it's not a choice to be gay. No, I, see, I, I, I disagree. They're going to have Everyone one day where they wake strawberries. up, and that's going to get in their blood and turn Everyone them gay. Everyone loves strawberries. It's going to get into their blood. And turn them gay. Well, I disagree. So let's move on. How was your weekend? It was great. My taught my daughter how to sew an American flag. You I, taught your daughter how to serve an American flag. Sew this an American. Is almost ironic based American on the accusation flag. you just made. Sew I'm an picturing American you flag. and your daughter in one rocking chair making an American flag. And you know, I have one rocking chair at my house, and me and I my do daughter. Know that. And there, first of all, there's nothing feminine about sewing. 
you are taking a little sword and you're you're stabbing a cloth with it. And from that stabbing comes an American flag. So I see nothing feminine about that. So it is your opinion that the American flag is constructed through stabbing. It is constructed through stabbing, the bombs bursting in air. Hey, let's go out to Twitter. Got a, a question from Twitter. Our first Twitter question is from at American Mama. That's a misspelling of America. No, that's the real way to say America. With an at, with an at sign? Because it's not America, it's the America. Okay. America. All right. Uh, at American Mama says, should Syrian refugees coming to the United States be subjected to a religious test? Huh. That's an interesting question, American Mama. Thank I mean, you for it, that. I mean, it's an easy answer. Of course they should be. Of course they should be. America is a Christian nation. It was founded on Christian ideals. And anyone that is a citizen here should be— Should have to know about Christianity in order to be a citizen of the United States. If I'm a bus driver, I know what all the—I know what that wheel does in the front of the bus. That's right. If you're a bus driver, you better know what the wheel does. You better know what the brakes now, do. You I'm, better be able to throw that thing in reverse if you need to. I'm not a bus driver, so I don't know what that wheel does. I have theories. But the point is, if I were, I would study up, figure out what it did. Okay. So you want me to subject you to a religious test. Let's say, for example, you're a Syrian refugee. Sure. I'm a Syrian Your refugee. Brain, I want to kill every American. Uh, well, uh, you, uh, for our listeners, I want you to know that uh, Mike just put his hands together like he was about <laughs> to eat a delicious stew or do something <laughs> evil. Um, so let me ask you then, we'll put this religious test to you. Sure. What is the second commandment? Thou shall have guns. Not the second commandment. What you're talking about, I believe, is a second amendment, and you're really butchering it. What uh, was Jesus, hybrid, hmm? Jesus said, do unto others, right? And he said it while holding a golden gun. You're failing this test miserably. <laughs> and Jesus right. did not have a golden gun. Let me ask you another question. So if you are are, are, are the are the head of, of Christianity, you know everything about Christianity, know it right? All. So name me one time when you were persecuted for your beliefs. Uh, okay, this is personal, but I was at, I was at Starbucks. You can take a minute. I was at Starbucks, uh-huh. and uh, I, I ordered a— uh, What were you doing there? I ordered a, a decaf mocha. What were you doing mocha. Just getting coffee? I was, I was a decaf mocha, because mm-hmm. chocolate is the strongest of all flavors. Mm-hmm. Chocolate and coffee makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, they and I said, they said, what's your name? And I said, Merry Christmas, because I wanted them to write Christmas on my cup, and they wouldn't do it. They said, ha, 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 have you read that online? And I said, that's my name. You screamed— that's my name. That's my name. And you're surprised that they didn't do what you wanted to do? <laughs> yeah. And I got it, and the mocha was lukewarm. Okay, well, that's not being— so You per- think if I were—you think that if I were an atheist or a humanist or whatever you call yourself— that a, secular, a, a secular humanist A secular humanist. They would have given right. me a steaming hot mocha. Secular humanist would never order a mocha because it would bring you too much joy. I order all of my coffee burnt— with no milk or sugar. Well, I tell you what, I'm getting a lot of joy out of our guest here. We're going to uh. come on back with Mr. Donald Trump here on Hard Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with the man who they said was going to flatline. They said would not still be in the presidential race at this point. I said it multiple times. You said it this morning that by afternoon that was it. The Trump wave was over. The wave has broken you, and crested and it's over. No, you are wrong and you're picturing a surfer right now. Is that correct? Uh, that is not correct. I'm picturing a time when I almost drowned and you know that. I do. I remember that time that you almost drowned. Uh, uh, you're scared of water. You're scared of salt. What can I say? That's but right. I'm Irish. We're here with Mr. Donald Trump. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, Mr. Trump, this is a, a, a huge honor to have you here today. Oh. I, I, I love 
your policies. I love your bluntness. I love the fact that you're not politically correct. No, I'm not at all. I don't care about being politically correct. That's right, Mike. We were talking earlier about how political correctness is just destroying this country. Uh, You were talking about that. I was disagreeing. But we were having that conversation, yes. Well, Mr. Trump, let's get into talking about immigration. You said that you want to build a wall with a big... A big, beautiful wall, Mike. Big, beautiful wall with a big... Big, beautiful beautiful door. An ornate door, Mm -hmm. a great door. It's going to have stained glass in it. It's going to have double handles. And it will have both a boat lock and a twist lock. I don't want people to feel unsafe either way. So is the boat lock on what side of the door? Because we're talking about this wall with uh, Mexico, which I'm all for the wall. I love walls. What was a wall that you ever seen that you didn't like? Where you're like, I wish there weren't a wall. There's four walls in this room and it's beautiful. I feel safe. There's a wall between my kitchen and my mudroom that kind of gets in the way. Ned, there you go being racist. I don't know why you're calling a room a mudroom. Now, what I want to say to you... See, the left thinks they can't be racist. I mean, it has nothing to do with race, and what you're doing is projecting your idea of what color mud is onto something else. I was talking about dirty boots. Mm, There we go, dirty boots. Is that what you call our soldiers? That's what I call my boots. Ah, disgusting. Well, first off, I support the soldiers, but secondly, I want to say, if I could build a wall between every state, I would. I think it would be incredible to have the United States be like a giant Halloween corn maze. So you have to find your way around. You don't know where you're going. It makes everything exciting. But more importantly, that bolt is going to be, of course, on the American side. It, it, we don't want to let Mexicans in without approving them. And we want the good ones. We want the doctors. We want the lawyers. We want, of course, hotel workers and people who can pick up garbage. So those are the things we need. Are those the four types of Mexicans in your eyes? Well, no, those, the lawyer and the doctor would be, probably be a Chinese or, you know, an Indian. Garbage pickers, things like that. Obviously, I think we, we, we know where they come from. And I'll say this, I'm a friend to the Mexican people. I see them in the morning when they turn up my bed. I see them in the afternoon when they serve me my lunch. And I see them at night when I'm beating them behind the Trump Tower. Okay, well, that's where we went over the line. And the, few, the first few things that you said I think are acceptable. And the last thing that you said is you see them at night when you're beating them over the Trump Tower. Well, I'm not beating them over the Trump Tower. It's not a children's story. I beat them in a dumpster behind the... I beat them. So you I'll put them all in a dumpster and then you hop in there with them. Not and then you beat all them of them, only the ones who didn't do their job properly. Now, and, and, or who no. looked at my beautiful daughter. That's my beautiful daughter. And she's only for me. You've made that abundantly clear throughout the campaign. Now, now and I want to, I think, I, I really like this about you, Mr. Trump. Uh, most people, the left on the left, would give someone that doesn't do their job an award. They'd go out back and kiss their Mexicans. Isn't that true? Is it true that members of the left kiss their Mexicans? Exactly. It's not because we don't own Mexicans. We don't use proprietary pronouns when we refer to other people. Well, I'm sorry. Because that's an idea that went out of vogue in 1865. My wife calls me her husband. I call her my wife. That's a contract that you've entered in that allows you to own one another legally. Well, I think that we need to make sure that people that aren't doing their job have to do their job. And, and beating them is a perfectly good way of getting I, people... I mean, be productive. I want to say I tip every person I beat $50. And I also want it to be very clear. I am not doing this to people who are not deserving it. It's someone who maybe didn't put a cup in the right place. Someone who looked at my daughter Ivanka the wrong way. And those are corporal offenses. Uh, they are definitely corporal offenses. And I also would, do you mind if I eat a bowl of foie gras during the 
That, that no, no, we did notice that fine. that bowl is completely full of foie gras. It's my own liver. I yeah. make foie, I stuff grain down my own throat. Uh-huh. I swell my liver. Then I have it removed surgically. Then I get a liver transplant, which I purchased from a third world country. Mm-hmm. And I get a new liver, and then I eat my own. Now, see, that is a self-reliant individual. The left would have the government providing livers. Well, absolutely. I also think the left, I thought... For sure, Paul, you'd agree with this. It's total sustainability. I mean, it's not just farm to table. It's body to table. Mr. Trump, can I ask you about something that you said? And I I think this is important. Uh, You can fire away. All right. Well, one of the things that you said during the campaign is our leaders are stupid, our politicians are stupid, and the Mexican government is much sharper, more cunning. Absolutely. Now, do you believe that their leadership is stronger than American leadership? I would say, yes, absolutely. I think the Mexican government is clearly sharp because we're paying for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're paying out the nose to support them to come over to our country. And then they're taking our money and they're shipping it back to Mexico. It's very simple. A good business person gets somebody else to do the work for you. Mm-hmm. And right now, we're the rubes. I mean, quite clearly, we're not benefiting off of this. We're paying through the nose. I want to make it very clear. And I want you to understand something. I only want to work with the Mexican government, use their intelligence, maybe take some of their ministers and put them in my cabinet. The first thing I would do if I became president is I would fuse the Mexican in the American governments. So we might be breaking news here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Are you saying, Donald Trump, that you would have a primarily Mexican cabinet? I absolutely would. Uh I'm friends with them. Now, when we say this, we mean keeping Mexicans in a cabinet and then letting them out when we need them to do things, correct? Yes. That's what you're saying. You're, you're saying that you want to keep the Mexican you're, people in a cabinet, like a, a thing that you store plates in. I mean, I already do this, so I don't understand what You the have a cabinet is. next to the dumpster that you beat the... Of course not. Right. I don't keep the good ones next to the dumpster. Okay. All right. People say that you want to deport 11 million people, and they get offended at this somehow. It would be impossible to it, do. It wouldn't be. A lot of good countries have deported that many people. That's happened many times in history. It's happened once in American history during the Eisenhower administration, and it was called Operation Wetback, and your invocation of that operation is actually quite offensive. Well, first off— It was called that? Operation Wetback, and that's what they called it. See, back then in the 1950s, they knew how to name stuff. Well, first off, I think that people forget something, which is that it is true that— uh, genetically, people from South America have enlarged sweat glands on their backs. And so this is not something that is offensive. I mean, it's like the term anchor baby. A lot of people get offended by it, but if I became president, I promise you this, I would bronze every immigrant child we couldn't return and I would attach them to naval ships. And then it would make it Okay, right? Because if you have a no. bronzed anchor on a ship that is an immigrant baby, it is no longer inaccurate to call it an now, anchor baby. And see, the left would just bronze these babies and then send them No, home. the You're left putting would, no one work. would bronze We're a baby. We're putting them to work no, in the Navy. That's not a We're job because it's a dead Mike, I would go a little further and I would say they'd probably make them into trophies and hand them out to their yeah. children because you know, everybody gets an award Everyone gets a trophy. Here you go. A huge problem. The assumption is a fallacy. We would not make babies into trophies. We would not put a baby into scalding precious metal and use it for another purpose. It's just outrageous. First of all, it's ridiculous to think the metal has to be scalding. You can slowly apply some sort of lacquer that has bronze in it. It has to be scalding. You're going to slowly... It does have to be scalding. I will admit this. I'm not going to lie. This This is is one thing where we we disagree on. It needs to be cold, lacquer-based. That's fine. I'm open to disagreement, but I want to approach this. I agree with you. My immigration defense force. Okay. You know, first off, it would be humane. 
and all of the they would we would round them up sort of like Willy Wonka. All these kids would get a golden ticket. Every one of them they get a golden ticket in the mm-hmm. Hershey's bar. They would report to a center. And the thing is, I want to. How have, would you transport them there? Well, what we would do is we'd have our soldiers, our immigration force, and I really want this to be clear. It's very important. They're going to look great. They're going to be in navy blue to black uniforms. Beautiful. They're going to have helmets. They're going to have a skull and crossbones on the front of their head, and they're going to have lightning bolts. I think two, two lightning bolts on the sides of their helmets. Why do you make the lightning bolts standing up? I, of to- course I would, because that way it would be very clear, like we're striking, and it's a strike force, lightning strikes. So you have two strikes, because lightning doesn't strike twice, right? right? And so right. we're saying this is a rare one force. Time. Right. So that's once. the idea. Two lightning bolts on the side of the helmet, almost looking like two S's, uh, skull and crossbones on the front, and I really think to let them know, to sort of let immigrants know it's okay, I want to modify the Red Cross symbol, put some angles on the cross so that it has sort of a twist to it. I think it's a really good look. And okay, I also think I that's good. That like, speaks to sustainability. You put, uh, can turn that in, looks like a little windmill. That's insane. So let's, uh, we got this softball question coming in here from Paul. Let's get to the hard stuff. You can fire away. I'll answer anything and I promise you I'll answer it honestly. How does Donald Trump camp? How do I camp? First off, a lot of people don't think I'm an outdoors guy, but I really am, actually. For I take a walk in Central Park almost every day when I'm Beautiful. in New York. You know, and I always use the women's entrance. You know, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, Central Park has men's and women's entrances. Mm-hmm. And I, I want women to understand something. I am going to work for them as president. And one of the ways I do that is I use the women's entrance. And by that, I mean that I have sex with a woman in the park. Mm-hmm. Now, what I do when I go camping, I take, I drive a huge bus. It's an incredible, it's a gold Trump bus. I drive it up to wherever we're going. Yeah. Let's say we're going to Rhinebeck, New York. Don't know where that is. Rhinebeck, New okay. York is an upstate. They have a great shipping nice. wool festival. Yep. It's it's mm-hmm. an incredible time. And I'll say, and they're great people. The people of Rhinebeck, I'll say this, they're doughy and they're white. They're wonderful. And because I can identify with them. So what I'll do is I'll park in the middle. You can identify with going uh, doughy and white. Uh, well, I think I am. I so mean, now it's okay to talk about race? Doughy and white? white people. I'm a half and half. I'm doughy and You're white. Half there and you go. Okay. See? Yeah. It's okay it's to say. It's not racist because well, I'm you, one as of them. You said, and, and speaking about Rosie O'Donnell, we're all a little chubby. That, well, she's a garbage pig. <laughs> now, let's first off say this. Rosie O'Donnell, she said a lot of terrible things about me, and I gave her an opportunity to apologize, and she didn't. And so I'll say this. If you want to meet a latex glove filled with diarrhea, then go meet... Rosie O'Donnell. I do not want to meet that. If you want to meet a human punching bag, then go meet her. She no. is unfunny. She stinks. She stinks like an armpit that has been rubbed with an asshole. I, okay, I, don't know I if understand I can say that. That's a smell that and I know everyone knows. I, I don't understand what woman. And I got first off. I know a lot of lesbians. Lesbians are very selective. They like other very selective. beautiful yep. women. Is, I mean, lesbians. At least the lesbians I know. Mm-hmm. They're very selective. I don't know what woman is sleeping with her. I don't understand who would be with her because she's. I, I don't even know what you do. You'd have to get the jaws of life to get in between those thighs. And it's just true. I'm just saying it. 
you know, she hurt me, and I'll say this: if I become president, I will hunt. I'll hunt her down like Osama. You'll have so you'll and, have a, a rosy hunt as soon as you're in office. And see, I respect that. That is presidential. That's not like Obama, who just keeps on taking it, keeps on taking it. He got hit if, by Rosie if, O'Donnell. If, if Obama said that he hard. was going to hunt a human being, you well, would go berserk. If, I mean, he does hunt people. He hunts them with drones, and he's a failure at it. He's a complete and total failure at it. He has been a failure as a president. And listen. I bet he's a nice guy. I think he's a nice guy. He's got a great sense of humor. But at the same time, there's one big lady that he is not focused on named ISIS. And that's America. And, okay. Or oh, well, ISIS. I was going to say ISIS. But I, was, I picture America as a big lady. I thought ISIS no, made the point I think, more I think America is a beautiful woman, maybe like a vivid star or something like that. A vivid star. Uh, that's a porn. You're a big company. fan of the vivid uh, films over some, maybe like an anabolic or something like that. You like a vivid film more? I like vivid because I think the women are strong. Mm -hmm. They usually have strong thighs, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. My daughter Ivanka has them. And... You know, and she can take it. I'll say this about my she daughter. She can take it. Oh, my daughter. I watch it firsthand because I'm having sex with her. You have sex with your daughter? Absolutely. This well, is breaking I news. They, I mean, this is really of something course that you I haven't have said on she's the mine. She's never my property. She belongs to you. She's, well, your she's property. my property. Technically, that's right. I made her. I'll do what I want with her. So. Now, right, how great. do you feel about women's rights right now? The uh, Supreme Court just uh, taking on their first abortion case uh, since 2000, in the mid-2000s. They're taking on their first one about the Texas law that says that abortion clinics have to be fully licensed medical facilities. And apparently, I don't understand what's wrong with that. So you don't understand what's – so you think that that – you agree with the Texas law that says that abortion clinics need to have all of these extraneous uh, surgical – uh, uh, I don't know if I want to go if I go to a doctor's office I want them to have everything that they're supposed to have I mean I don't understand what the problem is there I want I want every first off I don't really care about abortion I have provided 15 myself personally you've provided abortion well to women I've been with uh and of course, you know, there's a number of different abortions you can perform. Mm -hmm. There is the I do not know furious that. gut punch. I do not know. Uh -huh. That's the, the the quickest, you know, often followed. But you want to do that at the edge of stairs. And when do you administer that? Usually right when right you find after. out in a blind rage. Now, the other one would be, uh, you know, give her plier with a lot of blow. So like, you know, you find out she she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you go, I think we should get an eight ball. And you just make her do all of it, and hopefully, you know, the gasket will blow. But I don't have a problem. i got to be honest with you. I don't have a problem with it. I think what a woman wants to do is her business, but I think the government should stay out of it. So, but you think the government should stay out of it? But what you're saying here is that these laws will make it so there can't. There's going to be like four abortion clinics in Texas. I'm I think that, that. You know, I got to say, I disagree. I think that abortions should be at mobile stations and shell stations. I think. Wait, you you're should, saying that abortion should wrong. be so? He's not wrong. We should have them anywhere we can get them. Yeah, but at gas stations? I'm a gas station. If you pull if into a gas station, you want some gum, a little bit of quick gas, a Diet Dr. Pepper, and an abortion. You, you, I think that's a better America. You know I love America. Subway subs, right? You know that I think Subway subs are the best subs out there. I've never They're liked anything less subs. than watching you eat if, a sandwich. If I see a Subway sub at a gas station, I will not eat that Subway sub. And I have low standards when it comes to sandwiches. You really do. I watched you eat a turkey yeah. sandwich on an Amtrak. So it's going to be the same thing. Why would you get an go to an abortionist at a uh You a don't have to go station? to an abortionist. I'm talking about a complete, I saw it on Shark Tank, and I think it's a great idea. 
put it right next to the air pressure gauge. You you already have a vacuum to clean out the car. So I don't understand. Just put some stirrups next to the air pressure. You suck. Then you blow some clean air and up there. And you suck the baby done. right out. See, Mr. Trump, this is where I, I, I completely dif- I, this I'm This is one, one area where we're going to agree completely. You agree with this? I agree completely. I think it's a woman's body. It's her choice. And it should be as easy as getting air put in your tire, get a baby sucked out of your body. I agree. With, I do disagree on this one point. I think it is the man who decides. <laughs> I right. think it's the man who decides right. whether she gets okay. whether he wants it or not. But it should be available well, to her. I've supported once he's decided. I've supported right. all the laws where if a daughter's getting an abortion, the the father has to sit and the father has to have a father daughter dance with her. A nice like we had a father daughter dance. Yeah, you made that it, abundantly clear. But yeah. it involved a bareback anal. Experience with my daughter. Of course, you have sex with. That's your daughter. what we called my father-daughter dance. I, I have to say that after hearing uh, your your policies about having sex with your daughter, I don't even know if we can call these. Policies. I don't know if it's a policy. I, it's a I policy just will continue to have hey, sex honestly, with my daughter. Honestly, I think you should have the freedom to do whatever you want because that's what America's all about. There you now, go. Let me ask you: What's Absolutely. your favorite place to sit in a hot tub? Well, I would say at the bottom where the most semen collects. <laughs> Now, see, uh, all right, like not near a jet or anything. You want to sit where all those? I would want to move to a jet once I've gathered as much loose semen up in my in my asshole. And Donald, what are you going to do with that semen? Well, I think it's a, sort of a fun party trick. You put you, some food dye in yourself. Mm-hmm. You swallow it up. You know, using sort of. If, I don't know if you've ever done that, but you can also pull in with your ass. It's not just a push out. And then I go up to the jet. And what happens is amazing colors. It's just beautiful. It comes out. And, of course, as we know, semen, jism, whatever you want to call it, when it's in water, it solidifies. And so it makes all these incredible patterns. So let me try to clarify this. We have that at every Trump hotel, by the way. It's like an egg drop soup? Uh, Yes. That's disgusting. We've all seen that scene in Star Wars where that thing sucks up R2-D2 in the beginning. I've not seen that scene. Look, I only watch E2 Mama Tambien. By the way, I don't really understand that because really what that is is just a giant magnet. No, there's a hole. There's a hole in it. I don't know right. what force is operating in there. Maybe it's a vacuum. Maybe it's a magnet. All right, Donald, since well, since you're such a friend to women, we another question we had for you is: what's, I'm an what's incredible your favorite, friend to women, and we, and your daughter, and, and you made it abundantly clear. And what is your favorite uh, all female film? Film with a strong female cast. Good question. Well, you know, it's a very interesting question. I, you know, I'll tell you some films I do love with women in them. I love Tootsie. Great. I love that's, Tootsie. That's I think a that's man. a great film. And that's the, that's uh, that, that, yeah, that is Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman playing is a, a woman. woman. I don't What do you mean? It's Dustin that's Hoffman. Not a a woman. That's not a female actress. You've never seen that woman again because it's Dustin Hoffman. I just thought that maybe she did such a great job. That was the end. She didn't work no, the whole plot is about you a didn't male. Think that, Mr. You're Trump. telling me Jessica Lange is a woman? I mean, a man? It's not Jessica Lange. Dustin Hoffman. It's Dustin Hoffman. I don't think he's in that film. He's in the very beginning. He's some sort of actor, but he disappears. Did you? You must have dozed off for a second because he's he, the main character. In order to get a role, he has to dress up like a woman. He gets cast as it. All I know is he runs out of his agent's office, and then there's this beautiful woman named Dorothy Michaels, and she does such a great job. Uh, any other examples? Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. That's Robin Williams. That's Robin Williams. Williams. Great film. Almost almost laughably bad. Again, another film about a loser. He's a complete loser. His marriage fails. And then this very elegant elderly woman shows up. She is fun. She knows how to cook. 
She is just. She doesn't great. know how to cook. It's in fact several of the biggest gags in the film are around her not knowing how to cook. She burns her I breasts. You know, I don't remember that. Uh, I love that part. Well, I mean, you. I think one of my favorite movies. I, on, uh, if I always burn any woman I'm with, I I always hold a a lighter under her to, breasts to, right at the point of orgasm. To what purpose? What is that? How does that help anyone? Well, Honestly, I'm on board. The surprise is incredible. Well, how about I, my favorite movie on race relations is White Chicks. I've never seen White Chicks, but I have seen that Whoopi Goldberg movie. I've, I think I've seen that Whoopi Goldberg movie where she plays a coach. That's a lot of fun. And what another, movie is that? I don't know what it is. It's called like Mr. Jew or something. Are you think, it's, <laughs> I'm sure it's not it's called, not Mr. called Jew. Mr. Jew. Are you thinking of the movie where she, her, her main co-star is a seal? Uh, is that the Jew? No, they wouldn't. The seal is not practicing, but he could be Jewish. He's Seals from don't Jewish, have religion. If, if his mother's Jewish, he's Jewish. Seals don't have religions. Well, uh, really, I once. I think met, that's a little reductive. I now, once rent in, met an Islamist panda. Well, speaking of Kung Islam, Kung Fu Panda. You said Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu, you, Paul. You know that most Muslims aren't known for Kung Fu. I don't want lunch, uh-huh. but thank you for the offer. So recently. You said that you know more about ISIS than the generals do. You said believe me. Absolutely. Now, I want to trust you, but how do you know more than these generals that have been studying? Well, first off, I was way ahead of the game. I remember talking about how ISIS was going to sneak people in through the refugees, and they absolutely did it. But what people aren't reporting on yet, and it's very troublesome, very worrisome, is yes, you know, ISIS now, of course, is in Europe and is definitely, clearly in France. But what's very disconcerting is its Italian operation. Italian ISIS is very dangerous. Italian ISIS, and what's dangerous about Italian ISIS is they're all shaved because they want to strap those bombs on tight, so they shave. So Are you shaved making an elaborate Ita- joke? Sh- I don't know what you're talking about. Shaved Italian ISIS, and then they have code names for all their operations. Can blueberry, you step back? Blueberry, Can you step gum. back and see what you're doing? I mean, I don't. You want me to stand up? I want you to microphone? step back from what you're saying and and, and tell me, not physically, no, sir, no, sir, I'm not physically. I don't want you to stand away from the microphone. I want you to. Well, you we've asked you a very serious national security question, and yeah, you're you, talking about Italian ISIS. You, you liberals are very wishy washy, and we're not wishy washy. Very wishy washy. Okay, well, you tell me to get up, and then you tell me yeah. to sit down. But second, I meant stand back from your words. Stand back from what? Italian ISIS is a dangerous organization. It's a dessert. It's a summer dessert. Uh, you tell me. You know, I, I tell just you this. Did. You say it's a dessert when one of them runs up towards you with a vest on and yells bubblegum. And then you tell me what happens. I don't understand. When you're in 15 different pieces, we'll see how you feel. Uh, All right, we're going to, to to start to wrap it up here, what we're going to do is we're going to ask you about the, yep. the, the candidates in the race who are mm-hmm. opposing you. And we just want a, a quick thought or word or phrase that, that you would use to, to describe them. Fire away. What about Jeb Bush, governor from Florida? You know, he's a doughy guy. He's told me on a number of occasions privately that he and his brother planned 9-11. And He's told you that privately? Privately, that before the debates, he goes, you know, we did it. First thing I would do as president, I would rename 9-11 Osama bin Laden Memorial Day because he was framed, he was manipulated by the Bush brothers, and I would send SEAL Team 6 down to where he's buried in the ocean. He's trapped under a giant cup. He's still alive. And I would have them send a fruit basket to him. With, with Valencia oranges. Beautiful. And they would die because, of course, it's a one-way trip. But Bin Laden would have enough air to come up. And if he did, Wait. I would make him my vice president. It is so amazing Mr. to Mr. me. So, so you think uh, Osama Bin Laden is uh, in a cup at the bottom of the ocean? I know he's in a like cup. Like a, a diving I have a bell? lot of friends. Like a diving bell? No, a giant Dixie cup. I don't... 
Yes. A Dixie cup is just paper with some wax. A Dixie it's cup reinforced could not paper. be at the bottom of the ocean. It's a bigger cup. It, okay, great. Uh, Ted Cruz. You know, Ted Cruz is, he's an, I think that he's melting. That's the one big problem with him. Every time I see him, he's melting. He looks melting. like a candle. Well, he does look like yeah. a candle. And he also creeps me out a little bit. I mean, he's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. He creeps me out. He often wears a wizard's cape. People don't see that. He wear, he takes it backstage, off. Backstage, he wears a wizard's cape? And so when you're backstage with He'll say, Ted I'm invisible. Cruz, he'll yeah. say, I'm invisible. He'll go, I'm invisible. I'm invisible. Can anyone see me naked? And of course, everyone can. And he stands there naked. Well, he has cape. a cape around him, but he keeps going, I'm invisible. I'm invisible. And he runs around a little? Well, here's the big problem. Problem is his penis is almost just as big as his balls, so it just looks like he has three balls. And he has a mound of hair. I mean, it's like a rabbi living down there. There's no trimming going on whatsoever. So it's and sort do you of, trim? Of course I trim, okay. yeah. Now, if you want to uh, leave the audience with one thing, with, with one thing that says, okay, this is what the Trump presidency will be like in the first seven days, what is it? Nuclear war. I will launch a full-scale nuclear war. I will bait Russia into it because I'm a builder. And what I want you to understand is that's what I do. I rebuild. And I think what we need to do is reset. So I would let them fly. I'd take seven days. I'd give everybody a warning, just like they did in Hiroshima. I'd give a warning, and then I would let it rip. And I think we have great, beautiful bunkers all around this country, people hide under there. We have a, a nuclear winter for a year or two. And when you come out, you're going to see the most incredible new construction projects going on. The, in the world will be destroyed. Well, it's a way to redo infrastructure. Mutually assured destruction. I don't think it's destruction. I think it's an opportunity to hit the reset button. Mr. Trump, what can I say? Thank you it, so much. It's been such a pleasure. It's been a great time. I've had a great time. Thank you, Mr. Thank Trump. Thank you to Mr. Trump. Well, wow. ladies and gentlemen, that was... One of the worst experiences of my life. I thought that was illuminating. You disagreed with more than I thought you would. You disagreed with him quite a bit. But see, that's why I like him so much. You know, he's not politically correct. I agreed with him on a lot more things than I thought I was, too. The abortion in the gas station argument was surprisingly cogent, and I, I support it. I don't know. I mean, you have those windshield wiper things. Those are so dirty. Those nozzles would be just unhygienic. For Hard Nation, I'm Paul. And I'm Mike. Goodbye. This is Tony Rodriguez. This is Carlos Santos. This is Riza Licea. And this is Oscar Montoya. When our powers combine, we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf, bringing you the best of the best of lo mejor of the Latinx comedy. Join us every Tuesday as we chat about what's going on in our lives, Latinx culture, and ¿qué es lo que? Lo que no está picando. Lo que te pica. Don't worry, we'll tell you what that means if you listen. We'll also be joined by a new guest every single week. We'll get to know a little bit more about their lives. Every single week. Uh-huh. And then we'll make them sit back and watch us improvise their lives right back to them. Improvisation. <laughs> Spanish Aki Presents premieres July 16th. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Hola, Nesea. Spanish Aki Presents. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? Dunkin's Cold K-Cup Pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. 
And of course, they're packed with the Dunkin' flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds. Because the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.